we had a couple like issues recording. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, not that one guy who is probably listening to this right now, backside attack. Not yes. that not that that particular person is, for for whatever reason, the best dude, but just like a jinx on these microphones. Like he's just um, he's one of those guys who for whatever reason comes in, sits down, everything's good to go. Yeah. And then everything fails. Things just go to shit. Really? It's like, I can't wear watches. If I wear a watch every day, yeah. that watch will die. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. I don't know if I'm just like bumping that shit into something. Oh, okay. But like, I'll look down, my battery's dead. I'll put a new battery in, and then the battery's fucking dead again. Mm. For, I don't know what's, what's up with me and watches. I'm jinxed. I'm cursed with watches. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've got a buddy of mine who comes in here who's been on the show. Who we all know who he is. I'll talk about him later. Mike Loeffler. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes in, Mikey Mike, like, for whatever reason, the mics just, the mics hate Mike. I even named the mic after him. There's a mic <laughs> under the desk called Mike Loeffler. Oh, that's the one. That's the one that's uh, that's jinxed. That's well, no, that's not jinxed. But it's like it's the guest mic. It's the fourth mic. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So we needed a fourth mic, and and that mic just needed a name because I named them all. I shit under the desk. So now when I look at the one end, mm-hmm. I got tape that's like written for the mic name. Ah, just so I don't screw the shit up. Mm-hmm. And and one is called Mike Loeffler. Ah. But the whole system, the entire thing in general, mm-hmm. rebels against Mike. He's just ah. too cool for school, man. He's too cool for school. Too cool for school. <laughs> Mike is too fucking cool for this place. And he's a teacher. He's a teacher? Legitimately, yeah. He's actually what, do, what, what, what does he teach? Uh, he's in, um, I think, like five or six or junior oh, so, high. Oh. They're, they're slightly older. They're not little kids. Actually, I think they're like junior high kids. Oh, grade five and six is elementary, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's like in seven, eight, or nine. Oh, okay, all right. Because I know, like, he does get to, he does get to play like that, the cool teacher. And they love him for it. Like, oh, okay. He's a teacher who every now and then won't drop an f bomb, but it comes pretty close. And all the kids are like, "Holy shit, he almost did it!" Oh, he's yes. that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. The kids really like him. Like he he gels really well with his class too. Yeah. It's weird when you see. I mean, I'm sure like Raji's dealt with it as well, but it's weird when you're a teacher and you work a door in a bar. And then those kids will eventually come into your bar and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. No way. Yeah, no <laughs> it's kidding. Just, it's weird. Just imagine right? that. Yeah. Or you see their parents. Out, yeah, you see like, their parents. Yeah. Like you see the, the kids who like, who are, kids who are really distraught. Like, yeah, dad, what was it? He's never home. And you're, you're out bouncing at a bar or something like that. You see him at a bar. Yeah. And he's just like liquored up, like just hitting on chicks that exactly. who, aren't his, who aren't his wife. <laughs> he's like Beaver's dad. Yeah. Like Beaver's dad is such a fucking burnout. You look at that guy and you're like, well, I'm not surprised your kid drag races while stoned in, in Miami. Oh, yeah. Not just because he's rich. I don't know people give like, people give me shit for giving Beaver shit. Mm-hmm. But you never see a fucking Jonas Brothers doing that shit. Um, no, Justin, I have my own take on Justin Beaver. Boys. Which is pretty much the same thing. The same thing. Ah, I just can't stand the guy. Yeah, he's got like ADHD or some shit like that. Yeah, and it's weird because I'm most like, of us do though. Yeah, the thing is like my uh, uh, my nieces love him. Mm-hmm. They like always ask me. They always tell me over Snapchat or uh, over messaging or something like that. Or they'll be like, "Oh, you know the new Bieber album dropped." And I was like, "I have to pretend that I that it I dropped." Care. Yeah, and I'm like, "Like, I do you know what that term means?" Yeah, that means like it came out right. Yeah, drop means like it. it Holy just crap! Came out. I'm old. Yeah, but like uh, <laughs> the. Uh, um, but yeah, they just say they you heard the new song and like no no this one you'll like. This, they mm-hmm. always tell you they try to like, like and like I understand that they'll be like no no this one you'll like. It's kind of like really it's, yeah, dig on this it's like it's like kind of like pop and stuff like that, right? I'm like no, that's not the I'm used to like 80s pop like that's yeah, that's, that's music I do like Depeche Mode and stuff like that, but not like this. It's like uh, they're like isn't it catchy? I'm like well that's, but that's all it is. Yeah, no, I'm like no, I'm like well okay fine. I'm like, I don't judge people on what they listen to. well kind of but like i don't like i don't really i'm um, like if that's you listen to that's totally cool but if that's all you listen to yeah you got issues there's a lot of other music out there and i understand young people need something to listen to and i think that's why a lot of this music is like has been but created like range is kind of dead yeah range is dead like top 40 range yeah like top 40 oh, range dead. is dead yeah it's totally dead they all sound very similar because you have to have a certain sound to be 
on the to be playable on radio. You know, like I can't remember. God, I should have paid more attention to it. But it was uh, a couple days ago. There, are, there's these two girls out there now who are songwriters for like Bieber and Katy Perry and all these other and all these other musicians. Yeah, or not musicians. These these pop artists. Because mm-hmm. they're not musicians. No, there's no, a there, there's a inherent difference between the two. A huge difference. Yeah. But anyway, these girls they wrote like all these number one hits from like last two or three years, and now they're branching off and doing their own. Like they can sing and they're talented, mm-hmm. and now they're coming out and doing their thing. And um, you're like, well, no wonder everything sounds the same. Like yeah. you wrote all the top forty hits from like Katy Perry to Justin Bieber. Like yeah. outside of like I'd say Beyonce and Adele, they wrote like almost everything out there. Yeah, I think that there's a difference. There's a difference between being a performer and being an artist. Yeah, and uh, you can like, like you can dance as much as you want, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and learn the moves. You can do that. You can learn the moves, moves from like a choreographer and stuff like that. Yeah, and you can write song. You can listen. To, you can sing songs that people wrote for you, and to to music that other people wrote for you. But if you can't do it all, yeah, you're uh, just coke in a can. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly like it. you're just coke in a can. Yeah, I I'm just selling it a different way, but it's always coke in a can, man. Yeah, exactly it. And, like there's uh, nothing there's nothing fancy. There's mm-hmm. nothing special here. Yeah. It's just coke in a can. Yeah, if you can't play an instrument and sing at the same time, uh, over and over again, and you have yeah. to sing different to songs. Sounds, yeah, different songs. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I'm not talking about like one of those things where you just like go post it on YouTube and you're just playing guitar. Just, no, I'm talking about like if you can sell a stadium out by just being able to rock it out. Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, I can't, as much as I don't like her music, I can't hate on Lady, Lady Gaga for that. No, she I can't either. She fucking, like, yeah. plays a lot of instruments. Yeah, me neither. I, multiple I, instruments yeah. across multiple songs. Yeah, I, I, I don't listen to her. Like, I'm not really into her music. Yeah. But as an artist, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you... I, I respect her. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, could, I mean, she's the closest thing we've got to, like, those old school 80s, 90s, like full Michael Jackson Madonna style artist yeah somebody else might write their songs or whatnot or maybe they'll write a lot of their own music but they're yeah. playing their own shit they're performing they're dancing and they're doing everything fairly well yeah like they're not just like like you know somebody doesn't just say you know that, that moment comes out where the band is playing a different intro or a lead into a song and then you know the artist is gonna bring a guitar out and they're gonna strum a couple fucking song, a couple lines yeah sing that one song guitar goes away and they're back just shaking their ass on on stage, yeah, I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I fucking hate that when I see like a concert or like on TV or whatnot, mm-hmm. and then it'll, it'll break, and then like you know it's getting sappy, and this person's gonna sing that one fucking strummy acoustic set, yeah. and then one, one note, and they're like, ding, yeah, ding, and I'm like, I miss my boyfriend, and exactly, whatever, yeah. well, whatever it is, yeah, like the band is taking a break, yeah, so we're gonna put the spotlight on, and we're gonna get real deep. Yeah, like I don't, I don't go to Van Halen to watch Sammy Hagar sit on a stool and play guitar. Exactly. Like I mean, yeah. maybe David Lee Roth, but not Sammy maybe, Hagar. Maybe David Lee Roth. Yeah. I want to see the band. I want to see the people who play the instruments play. I mm-hmm. want to see you sing. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, and that's why, like, uh, I like me Fuck, personally. That's so mean. <laughs> like the whole thing is so mean, but it, that's how I feel. That's man. how I feel. Yeah, because like uh, as like a, uh, and I don't want to like be labeled as a music snob, mm-hmm. um, but uh, um, I think that I think you should be able to. Um, I think a, a true testament to a good band or a good artist or, or whatever is if you can play live yeah. and sound better live than you do on CD. Yeah, man. That's like, I mean like way better. Yeah. yeah. That's like, um, th- I think that that's really kind of a key indicator is like, you know what? Or the, even the, the, yeah. if you're a live album, Mm-hmm. Really sounds good. Really sounds yeah, you good. You put yeah. a CD in, and I'd rather listen to the live album exactly than listen to the the studio album. Yeah, because like um like I'll I'll give you a case in point. Uh, perfect example. Um, Muse, for example. How like yeah. you, you should always go to that for new music like post two thousand. Mm-hmm. Muse is like a benchmark. Yeah, I think so. Like in, in, in personal opinion, because like you know, like me and you have that love for Muse. Yeah, I mean, but like it, we're we're obviously biased. Yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like the uh. But 
I took every person I've shown like a Muse live show to, mm -hmm. like you know, if we go on YouTube. I'm like, have you heard of Muse? People are like, oh, never, never heard of Muse before, right? I'm like, hey, watch this. Yeah, and just tell me what you think. Well, I told you yeah. about the first time I saw them here. Exactly. Yeah, it was like a crowd of I think we had maybe two thousand people in that room, mm -hmm. and uh, I was working the stage in this at at, uh, at a place. And what year was that? This is like two thousand three or four. Maybe 2004. Was that Black Holes and Revelations around yeah. there? Yeah. It, it, that, had just, that was the album they were promoting. Yeah. yeah. You know, it might have been like four or five, but okay. it was around that time. Okay. And, um, you know, we were told that the Super Mellow Band coming in, I had no idea who Muse was. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is before they were selling out stadiums in North America. Mm -hmm. Like they were doing this in Europe, but they weren't doing it here yet. Yeah. Like Origins of Symmetry just come out and all that shit. Yeah. So um, I'm there on the stage and like everybody's the same age, roughly in the crowd. No, there wasn't like a huge gap of like 45 year olds and like 18 year olds. Mm -hmm. Everybody looked like they were like the mid 20s. Yeah. And man, like Muse just starts playing and I'm not even looking at the crowd anymore. Mm -hmm. Not even do my job. Yeah. I'm just standing here watching the band play and it's just like epic from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And then I went home that night. The next day I was like, I bought, I went to, went to HMV when they're still around. Mm -hmm. Bought fucking everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. um, yeah. Cause I think, um. Because if you watch their live shows, um, they're spectacular. Not only in like the music, like, how they sing, mm -hmm. or how Mad how Mad Bellamy sings, but how he like uh, like when he performs like guitar solos. When uh, uh, when Dominic when he hits the uh, when he hits the drum does a drum solo, um, and they add like weird outros to like some of their songs you've like, yeah. never heard before. It's crazy shit. And um, and their set designs, like they're they're crazy. Yeah, it's pretty bonkers. It's bonkers, and they even say like you know I was watching interviews on Enemy dot com and. Uh, uh, they said, um, and they always say like, he goes, "Oh, your your sets are so crazy, like you know, your tour is so huge." Yeah, he goes, "You must guys must have made a congratulations congratulations on the huge success." And they're like, "Well, we don't make money off our tour. We don't make money off those things. No, that much because like, why not?" They're like, "Well, those cassette, those sets are so expensive." Yeah, that's not cheap. That's not cheap. And, and the crew like, that has to go from like city to city to build that shit, like we're paying them a exactly a yeah. Decent yeah, so they just they, they laugh it off. They're like, "Well, this is just this is for the fans." Yeah, yeah, and so uh, that's dude, cool, man. Yeah, so these, we want to make sure that our live shows are as awesome as possible yeah i mean that's just fuck I, I love when when bands have a catalog that sounds so different yeah from album to al album to album yeah or different within the album yeah and that yeah muse kind of pulls that off even though they have like a very similar sound mm -hmm. across like the entire there like, is a string that goes through every album there's a theme yeah yeah there are themes right mm -hmm. but still like they just they managed to really pull it off yeah they they, they just announced a new single yeah um like uh, i'm not sure people probably heard this today but uh, i forgot the name it's like diggers something or something's coming up yeah, yeah. something's got yeah, something's coming up but uh um, but yeah, um, it's gonna be a one-off, but it won't come. Out, it's not coming on a new album. But yeah, it's just like for whatever reason. Like, I think it's is it online, or I don't think it's being like sold. Like, it's not like you're gonna be getting a physical copy of this right away. Like, it's gonna be a preview to a future album. It, yeah, it's probably like there's it, there's some yeah. kind of gimmick to it. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be a one-off. Yeah, and so like you'll you can get it digitally if you want to. But I'm mm -hmm. sure like you're gonna be able to. Oh well, yeah, it down I, I have no problem. But yeah. I mean, like for some reason in my head, I kept thinking like this is like a. Didn't Gorillas do that recently? They had like a preview. I think of an so, Upcoming yeah. album. It's yeah. the same kind of thing where it's gonna be digital. It's coming out. There's a lot of like media content, YouTube shit. But there's no. Could be yeah yeah. yeah. The um they say they want to do more a more of a stripped backed album. Yeah. They always say that. He even yeah, says, he, says yeah, he even says that he's like he goes, I always say that but we want we wouldn't mind doing a, like a more stripped back album like yeah. where it's more like like more like chilled out and stuff like mm -hmm. that but uh. Once they get in the studio, once they start sampling, uh, who knows? Yeah, man, it's funny. Like, you always tell yourself, like, I'm going to really take it easy this time, and then you don't. No. It's like, I'm going to go out and have one beer, and that's it. Oh, yeah, because after- you blackout drunk at the yeah. end of the night. Yeah, because after a tour, like like the Drones tour, the Drones tour, for mm -hmm. example, you come back, and you're like, ugh, and you're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, it's time for us to maybe take it easy on the next album and stuff like that, but once you're energized and you get back into the studio and the, and the creative juices start flowing, yeah. 
then you're like, you know what, guys? What, what do you think about this? And then they start going. You know, I just realized last week, like like bands like that always sound different. I didn't realize how much I liked Mother Mother mm-hmm. until like last week. Oh, really? Honest to God. It's like I've been listening to them on the radio and shit, and I, they had like some freebies on iTunes like four or five years ago or six years ago. Yeah. So I was like picking up these little tracks and whatnot, and then I realized every fucking song sounds different. Mm. Like every song they put out there sounds different. They've got a very like 80s Euro vibe to them. Yeah. Like an erasure kind of feel to it. Oh, yeah. Yep. And damn, man, like, I mean, that's hard to do. Like, there's not a lot of bands that really pull that off. Yeah, there's like, um, uh, like Laserhawk is like one of them. Like new bands, anyway. Yeah, like, like yeah. new bands. Like Laserhawk is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Where everything sounds like very, very different. Yeah, it's very like, um, um, like tech noir kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, like Laserhawk is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Um, Chromatics are kind of like that. Hmm. Uh, Laserhawk, not a band I really ever got into. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they, name, yeah they're very, uh, they're very 80s kind of like yeah. uh, science fiction. Like one of their songs is called, uh, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Shoulder of Orion, named mm-hmm. from that speech from uh, Rutger Hauer from yeah, Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah, so they, they're very, very uh, 80s. Yeah, and like they're um, that's like my favorite scene from any sci-fi movie ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah and um, uh, so they, they're um, and their album covers are really cool. Like, there's one where like um, you know how like United States has like they say like you know they have those special um, aircraft that they're working on like for the reverse engineering uh, alien technology. Yeah, yeah. And there's one where they the cover is actually one of those planes like that that people have come come up with like the design, mm-hmm. and it's actually and there's a human being like being gravitationally pulled towards towards it like it's limb the, the human being's limbs <laughs> yeah. are like this they're limp being sucked into the space yeah it's like, yeah. it's like it's like there's an, uh, a rope attached to its chest and the yeah. rest of it is not hooked on by anything so it's just being trained by its chest and it's just being launched up so that's one that's one group i think you should take really a look cool at cool shit huh yeah. laser beam yeah. there, what was it called laser, laser hawk laser hawk yeah fuck there's a few bands that like i just i, I don't know like i neglected music for the last like three years mm-hmm. three or four years I just kind of like let shit go like I wasn't really listening to a whole lot of anything yeah just busy doing a lot of other stuff I I let that part of my brain just like fucking fall away yeah then I got into some weird stuff I got I got lambasted for a lot of things I like do like mm-hmm. for some reason I heard of Ghost and I was like Ghost is incredible yeah <laughs> this is the greatest band ever they're so weird oh, yeah. everybody everybody had already seen it enjoyed it dealt with it hated it and moved on moved on and I was like just getting into it like two months ago mm. I'm fucking telling everybody about Ghost and like dude this is the wave's over, man. Like, they've gone yeah. through, like, four iterations of their lead character and shit. This is done. Yeah, there's, um, what's another one I got into? Because I'm lucky because my, my, uh, my brother's really into, like, uh, he's into so much, like, he listens to so much music, it's, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, he has terabytes and terabytes of music. Wow. So, I'll go on, I'll put up my iTunes, and there's always, like, the craziest music in there, and I'll be like, holy crap, like, what is this? And, like... He's just feeding it in your cloud. Yeah, he's just feeding it into the cloud, and yeah. he's like, uh... And then he'll send he messages like, you have to listen to this you have to listen to this and so I like there's bands like pretty popular like like obscure bands like kind of like like Spoon mm-hmm. um, there's a ton of other ones and he uh, he said no you should try this out you should check this out and one al- one actually one group they're actually pretty popular in Canada they're a Canadian uh, electronic kind of hip hop group hmm. they're called a Tribe Called Red yeah I've heard of them yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're aren't they like from here they're from they're in Ottawa I think they're Ottawa God, I think I, so I around like there yeah. I, I've seen them here a few times I think they're I think some of the guys are First Nations yeah well that's that's what they are yeah that's and their... um, I think they, they have one guy his name is and um, they had a song uh, they had a track out called um, R.E.D. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, this guy named uh, um, oh, I can't remember the other the one um, he's a Muslim guy he's one of the rappers on there but he also has um, uh, Most Def he's, uh, he's, he's on the track no way huh and, is he uh, back to being most deaf now? Uh, his name he goes by the name of Yasin Bean. Yeah. yeah and so, but uh, his uh, but the track the music video is on is on YouTube. It's a, it's yeah, but uh, the track is it's so heavy and killer. Really? Uh, yeah. It's I'd highly <laughs> recommend it. Yeah. 
Let's like give that a look. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's old school, like hip hop, like hard and stuff well, like that. We got most F on there. Oh yeah, and it's got yeah, it's hard. It's got an electronic kind of beat to it, but it also has like samples from like um, like uh, First Nations kind of like uh, chanting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good mix of everything. Yeah, I mean like being being in the bar scene and shit. I've worked a, a show or two with them in it, mm-hmm. and it was yeah, they're really good, man. I mean like you know, it's not something I went out and got right away. Like, yeah. it wasn't like my the whole um, muse. Mm-hmm. News thing, but yeah, like they've got some really cool shit. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know about them until just recently, actually. Hmm. But about a couple, of, I'd say about, yeah, I'd say about five months ago. And then my cousin, I, yeah, and then my cousin called me. My cousin, I was picking him up to go to go uh, to go play basketball, and he said, "Have you heard?" He goes, he goes "Listen to this." Yeah, they put it on, and we're like, "I don't do this very often, but you know when you're bobbing your head in the car and you're like, even I was doing it a little bit, I'm like, holy, this has such a killer beat to it." He's like, "Yeah, man, this is really good." Yeah, no, I I know that feeling well. Yeah, like where you don't realize you're gonna like something. Yeah, and suddenly you're right into it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like when I bought my car for the first, when I for, for, bought my new car, mm-hmm. I put on Psycho by Muse, and that was the first car, <laughs> and I was like banging my head, and then they, like, and then uh, uh, I was just, I, I was just, listening, I was going crazy in it. And I'm you're like, right yeah, into it. I was right into it, and so we uh, we had a group of us, actually the Turtles. We were all together working in a bar years ago. They had like a, a TV, like a four, like one of those little sets where it's like four screens that make one big TV in the middle of the bar. Yeah, and um, before anybody came in, we're just waiting to open the place up. And I see one of the guys, he's he's sitting there and he's like watching the screen. So I walk up and the music's on in the bar. And next thing you know, the two of us are watching the screen, just bobbing our head and I look over. I'm like, Who, who's this guy? Well, what's going on here? He's like, that's, uh, that's that Timberlake kid. It's uh, Justin Timberlake from NSYNC. He's got, he's uh, apparently he's on his own now. So we're like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, man. Timberlake, loser. loser. So we're just like watching it. Next thing you know, my head's nodding. I'm, I'm bobbing my head. I look over and he's bobbing his head. Two more guys are showing up. We're all looking at the screen, bobbing our head like this. So the loser's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he's not bad, man. Yeah, he's uh, he's apparently not shit when he's when he's on his own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like it's one of those things. Insane, where you don't realize was it. garbage, but like he's uh he's like he knew he knew that, that that was a vessel for him to like just move forward. Oh yeah, I mean, could you imagine he's waiting it out? He's, he's waiting like, it out. I'm gonna yeah, ditch absolutely. these losers. I'm gonna make it so friggin' big. It's yeah. gonna be unbelievable. Yeah, all those other guys were like just ah whatever. <laughs> it's gotta be like, I mean, it's gotta be some sort of, I wouldn't say hate, but or even like a mild jealousy. It's like really. Motherfucker, like Timberlake, he's the one who ditches out this group. Well, he didn't stop anyone from like making it on themselves by them on their own. Yeah, well, a few of them, he didn't stop anybody. I mean, a few of them, he eclipsed a lot of them. Yeah, but I mean, like a couple, like Lance Bass might be going to the moon and shit. And uh, who's the other one who's doing a voiceover Family Feud? Oh God, I don't even know the the big Italian one. Oh, is that he guy? Italian or Greek or whatever he is. He's the yeah. big loud Joey Fatone. Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, big loud Joey Fatone. Yeah, he's the um, George Costanza of the group. I think <laughs> he's the Costanza. Yeah, I think. Oh he is. man, <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> And Timberlake was the Jerry. Yeah, exactly. He just he just happened to keep on going. And there's that other guy who looked like he was uh um that that tall that guy the guy the, the tall skinny guy tall skinny guy he looked like he shouldn't have a goatee but he always did. Yeah, it was weird. He looked like he looked like um he kind of looked like Doctor Strange that 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 doll. He does. Yeah, yeah but, he but, does. But, but, but kind of like with with Down syndrome. <laughs> oh no! Oh dude, we're cutting that part out. He looked like Doctor Strange with hair like on heroin. No, yeah, he's okay because the thing is like his mouth was like really like uh. Like it was always kind of shut. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he well, he just he was looking tough, man. He had yeah, a look like, he's trying to push yeah, out he, there. He's he was, he's tough he's, I remember I, I could visualize this because when he was singing, his mouth didn't really open that much. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I was like, he's like this, and I'm like, this guy's probably not going to make it far after. Insane. Boy bands didn't make it far. Yeah, so boy bands kind of like, I think those are the last few really big boy bands. They had a couple weird ones that came out. Like I remember those like, those really tan triplets, like super tan triplets. Yeah, they had spiky hair, and they're from Southern California. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Like yeah. there were those guys, and then all of a sudden, boy bands just disappear. Those, all those soap actors, 
They yep. did a boy band like oh, 15 years ago. Yeah, that was bad. There's like three or no, four. No, that was ones. awesome, but it was it was bad. Yeah, but. I think like like Eddie Cibrian was one of those guys, wasn't he? <laughs> he was I like think one so. Of the, yeah, uh, he did like a like a boy band routine with those dudes. I think um yeah, because now you have like then you have now you have like like I I don't want to say legitimate boy bands, but you have like with those guys like the like an actual like musical bands. Yeah, like who was that? You know what's his name? Harry Styles or whatever. What was he from? Oh yeah, One Direction's a boy One, band, aren't they? Yeah, I forgot they do exist. That's yeah. right. So, uh, but once again, this guy like was in a boy band. Now he's has no his own album out. Yeah, he's in Dunkirk. <laughs> Is he? Oh, he's in Dunkirk, huh? Yeah, that movie's in crazy reviews. Did you see the latest trailer for it? No, man, I'm never doing trailers. Oh again. my I'm on full god, media blackout it looks, for all that. It looks. Like it's it, the trailer is intense. Well, that was the latest trailer dropped, and yeah. then all of a sudden there were like actors and directors, and everybody's like, "Holy shit! Like, holy shit! This is gonna be something." Yeah, um, I didn't like because uh, I was looking at it. I'm like, "Hey, this movie's like the less I saw was was the better." Like yeah. for that teaser trailer, and then I was like, "You know what? I saw the second trailer. I was like, when I saw the second the second trailer was available, I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch it." Yeah. But then I was like, "Screw it! I just put it on. I'm like, I gotta watch something because I was I couldn't sleep, so I was like, ah, I'm lying in bed. I'm like, I'll just, I'll turn it on. Turn it on." Mm-hmm. And I couldn't sleep even more because I was watching that trailer and I was like, holy crap. That is, that is insane. That's cool, man. Yeah. There are like few trailers. I remember like way back in the Apple trailers days. Yeah. Like there were, there were things that you would watch and like, I'm just oh, going to yeah, watch Apple it trailers. over and right. over yeah. again. Yeah. I'm going to watch trailers so much. Like, holy shit. Yeah. There's, um, there's a ton of, uh, um, there's a lot of good movies coming out this year. There's a few like pretty decent ones. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I say like, I, when I say, okay, in, I don't know if I, this is, I think if, if you're like me, you're, I would say. Movies I would go to the theater for. Yeah, I've stopped going to the theater. Yeah. And, um, like, Dunkirk, I'm going to go see an IMAX for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of us is dinging over here. Somebody's trying to get a hold of us. Oh, it says go for a run. Um, <laughs> well, we'll get on to that some more, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I would say that's one of them for sure. Yeah. Uh, Alien Covenant for sure. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, that's, that's just it. Like, I need a movie that's going to drag me back to the theater. And not, like, kicking and screaming, but, I mean, like, I... I've left theaters because I don't like people. Like, oh, yeah, I, for I, sure. I, I like people in general. I just don't like what happens to people in a movie theater. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Because I, they become stupid and they're on their phones and they laugh at shit they shouldn't be laughing at because they're all stoned or drunk or something. And I just I can't do it anymore, man. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Because for me, it's like I want to go see... Uh, um, like I, I, For Dunkirk, I think I'm going to be fully engaged. Yeah, it's and a I, 10 a.m. matinee. Yeah, yeah and I'll on be like, like a Monday morning. Exactly. I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, I don't care what he's. I'm like, I'm just going to zone everything out and just concentrate on the movie. Yeah. Uh, Alien Covenant. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just going to zone it out and just, and just sit there and just experience it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's it's cool yeah. that you can do that. Yeah. You can so, do the horse blinders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to put blinders on and just uh, then just watch the movie because. Oh, man, I'm, I'm awful. Yeah. I get I get so angry so easily. Oh, no, yeah. I'm I mean, dumb me too. shit. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually, like, I'm like, I usually, I usually like say, say stuff. Oh yeah, and, no, and, I'm, and, I'm yeah, I'm yeah, that guy. I'm that guy, and I'll, yeah. I'll, like, I'll like whether they hear it or not. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah there, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Is there something wrong with you? Yeah, did you come here to watch a movie? Are you just giggle at dumb shit? Yeah, I'm like, who, like, did you pay money to come here and talk? We went to uh, to Wolverine when it, well, Logan when it came out, mm-hmm. and uh, with old Dan, handsome Dan, and uh, Southside Strangler there. Yeah, and I realized after that one when I sat next to a guy and told him to shut up that I had to. That's it. Like yeah. I can't be. Oh yeah, that I think guy. you told me about that. Yeah, yeah that's I can't right. yeah. be that dude anymore, man. So from now on, I'm I'm taking myself out of the equation. Yeah, because that's just not a person I want to be. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to be the guy who's shushing people in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So if I do it again, it's gonna be 10 a.m. Monday morning. Yeah, like first showing on a Monday, just going by myself. There's maybe like three or four people in the theater. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy who works there, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm, I'm just done with like humans. Yeah. Oh, man. Humans in general, man. Yeah, like, we're just the worst. Oh, fuck. I hate that, like, as a group, I just can't stand humans at all. Yeah. Like, it's like that fucking Kingsman thing, right? We need, like, a global mass event. And that's the worst part, too. It's like, oh, it's going to get dark. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part. It's like, we all think there should be a global event to wipe out all the assholes. But, like, we're part of those asshole groups that everybody else wants wiped out. Yeah, and some of us are responsible for creating those assholes. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us just let that shit slide. I know, man. Like, we. that's why. Like, I, that's why you should always... Like remove those people out of your lives as soon as possible. Yeah, man. Especially Cut at a certain out. age. Yeah, you should you should start cutting people out. Don't be afraid to. If I mean, not, I, if oh, not making your God. life any better, just get rid of them. I I hate that there's that kind of like cynical nature about about me. And I mean, I think I think you've got that as well to some some extent. That's why we're in this conversation. Uh-huh. But yeah, there is like a point where I'm like, people aren't bringing anything to the table anymore. And if I'm not bringing shit to your table, cut me the fuck out. Or like, if I'm not there to to bring something to you, then at least let me know, right? Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's the, that's what's called like that's ties into like reaching a maturity age. Yeah, and we're like you know what you, like understand why this person's not talking to me anymore. Yeah, man. Or like um, this person should understand, and I don't feel bad about telling them or just letting them know that you know what, uh, you know what, yeah, you know, best of you know best wishes and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but you're fucking out. I'm out of there. <laughs> you're out of the Sorry. circle, man. Yeah, I've I've I have literally cut people out, and uh, um, and those people know why. Like they're like, oh yeah, we we just don't talk anymore. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like that person comes, someone else comes up to me like a mutual friend, mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't talk to me anymore. I'm like, no, I just don't. Is it like, I mean, is it easier for you to tell somebody yeah. that you're you're just, dude, you and me are done, man. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. deal with your shit anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, I don't. Um, if I'm done with them, I don't really. If they're mad about it, yeah, I don't. I don't care either way because I'm done anyway. So <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't. Yeah, so. I don't care because I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm never gonna see them again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I just can't. I don't care because I can't care anymore. Yeah, I just which can't. is why I've cut you out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, um, like I, I would, I would, uh, I would associate it with like, um, if I'm dead and you, and you want to take parts of my body out for research, or if I give my body, to, <laughs> if, I, if you give my body to a necrophiliac, have at it. Have at it. I'm not there anymore. I can't care. You're not really like. What, what, what's the word? You're. Uh, what are you doing to a corpse? Say they take you to jail for. What's that? That thing? If you do to a, it's like an indignity to a human human remains kind of thing. Ne- necrophilia. No, no, but it's it's literally indignity to human remains. Like there's there's a term for it though that oh, they okay. charge you with. Like okay. there's an actual there's an actual I don't, yeah, I don't thing that they take you to jail yeah. for. But yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't give a shit because I'm not there anymore. No, I, yeah, wanna, yeah, exactly. That's a that's an like a non-living piece of meat. Yeah, and the thing is, like, yeah, it's because it's a it's it doesn't matter to me what they say about me. Yeah, um, because I'm like they'll be like, oh, you know, like they think you're a, whatever you think you're a snob or like, oh, yeah, he doesn't. I'm like, that's fine. That's that. His thought about that person's thought about me doesn't like if you want to like take if you want to take their word for it and yeah. be like, oh, he cut me off. I'm like then. I guess we're not as close as we we thought. Uh, I thought we were. Yeah, I mean, if somebody else is gonna be like, well, I guess so and so says uh, that Roger's a dick. Oh, yeah. well, me and you are done too. Yeah, if you I'm cut a- him out. Fuck you too. It's yeah, like, exactly. Well, I guess you know. You yeah, know. I'm like, I think yeah, like, like we did not sustain the relationship. There's a reason yeah. why me, me, that person, and my and me, myself didn't uh, invest more in the relationship because yeah. like you know what, it's not worth it. Why would you throw money into something that's that's gonna be like that's not gonna produce any value? Exactly. There's no point, man. It's like it's not that I'm a like I can't personally say that I'm a snob. I I don't have an easy time doing it, but mm-hmm. there are some people because I'm a I'm a big happy-go-lucky guy for mm-hmm. the most part. I'm genuinely, generally and genuinely a fairly happy human being. Yeah, but there are some guys, man, and some some males and females who are just like they take shit to the darkest place all the time. They're super negative. It's like yeah. everything they fucking say is about like. 
it's somebody else either on their back or attacking them. Like everything is a personal attack to them. Yeah. And I've there have been a couple of those people who have just been like, I'm not going to contact you anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to get a hold of you. If you call me and you tell me how your life is going, I'm not going to tell you to go fuck yourself. But I'm not going to make any effort to reach out. To no. You. Yeah. Exactly. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm the same. And I'm like I'm like that with family too. Yeah, there there have been. I mean, there are a couple of guys who are on the edge. Yeah, like, there are a couple I, people who yeah, are right on the edge. Yeah, like I just feel like there's. Uh, I'm just like you know what, um, uh, and I'm not like I won't cut them off, but yeah. it's like when I see, I won't like. I'm not gonna put, go out of your way to get a hold of them. No, exactly. I'm yeah. just, I just I won't because you know what, there's a, um, there's a reason why we're not close. Yeah. So why? What's the point? Because mm-hmm. we're we're at an age now. Um, there where your time you can't get your time back. Time is yeah. the most valuable thing to you. You it's can always make valuable. more money. You can always, um, there's a lot of things you can do, but you would never get your time back. Yeah, no, no, like in any age in my, that I can look back on, think out, think about, has it been more relevant when I say that like time is money mm-hmm. or I'm never going to get those minutes back? Exactly, yeah. Like those minutes are gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucking wasted my time for nothing, man. Yeah, exactly. Like there's, I, I can count on, the, I can count on, like I can count so many times where I was like, that was a waste of time. Yeah. And then I'm like, why did I, why did I allocate so much time to this? Why did I call you just to hear you rant? It's like there are people who will listen to what you say and bring something to the conversation. Yeah. And there are people who are just waiting for their turn to talk. Yeah, that's exactly it. I, like, I'll, I'll give you a, a quick personal story. Um, my parents tried to introduce me to a girl to like see if they wanted to like arrange like some sort of marriage. I was like, okay, fine, I'll meet her. And then if, I said, uh, anybody is listening and not watching, we're you know we're of that. We're ethnic background we're up, we're, yeah marriages. exactly we're of that ethnic background yeah and so um i said okay fine so i met her um uh she sent me a picture and i was like right there and there and then i knew it was, it was nothing was gonna work out yeah and so uh, i said you know what i'll just be polite and i'll meet her mm-hmm. uh i was like yeah, I'll, I'll i'll meet her for a while and then whatever and then she, i sat there with her uh and for two and a half hours i just listened to her just just run off at the mouth rant rant right and, I was and like, you don't even know this girl no not at all and i'm like uh like i talk very little mm-hmm. um not because i'm shy or conservative i just said you know what i'll let her do all the talking and then see how if she how well she engages me in a conversation yeah it's telling right exactly are you gonna, are you gonna allow this to be a conversation or yeah. are you gonna just like rant rant yeah and th- so i just said then i sat there and i was like uh and then I, two and a half hours went by and I said, you know what? I got to go by. And I just walked out. <laughs> I, I got to go now. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> that, I got, that is cold. Yeah. So I said, um, I just said, okay, well, I have to go. I have to get up in the morning. Uh, I did. I didn't lie. I said, I, I do have to get up like early morning. And yeah. so I said, it's, it's been a pleasure. I thought you just straight shut that down. Like you got up, you looked at it, you're like, been great. I got to go. Yeah. See you never. Yeah. I was this close because yeah. I was getting so frustrated because I was like the time that was going by. I was like, oh, it's, it's already been two and a half hours. And so I came back and my mom was like, uh, uh, I talked to my parents about it. And then I was like, uh, so how was it? I said, the only thing that pissed me off more was the time I lost. Oh man. Yeah. She wasn't painful. Yeah. Not even her. I'm like, she's, I'm like, she's, she was worth less than my way less than like uh, my, my time was worth way more. Yeah. And so I would rather spend that two and a half hours like relaxing and uh, watching a movie or something like that. I could have been on my Xbox. I I would like relaxation time. Yeah. I would, I would rather rewatched. Avatar, yeah. then watch that, then sit here, sit here with her. That's hard, man, because I don't ever want to watch Avatar. I'd again. never want to watch Avatar again. <laughs> yeah, and I was like sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, I, that, was, that just irritated me. Wow. Yeah, and I, and I, all I did, I did that because my parents asked me to, like, you know what, at least meet her. I was like, you know what, Dad, I, I, I spent two and a half hours with her. My dad's even like two and a half, and I'm like, That's yeah, and my dad's time, like, man. he goes, Jesus Christ, and he's like, you should have, like, thank God, he's like, he goes, was it worth it? I'm like, no. He's yeah, like, man. yeah, he goes, yeah, never talk to her. Funny enough, we had the exact same experience with Tree of Life. Really? Yeah. 
That was two and a half hours in, and and had I just looked over at Doug or the Strangler, we would have left that theater yeah. and never dealt with it. But we just didn't. We're like, we both thought, like, is the other one into it? Is everybody into this? Like, the theater is engaged. Yeah, like everybody's super engaged. But that, that it was just like a weird fucking Terrence Malick, like strange old. Ra- have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, fucking like there's dinosaurs in it and shit. And then Brad Pitt beating up his kids in the fifties. Yeah, they, they, that's like I'm well. That, Congratulations that you watched it in the theater. Yeah, man. We watched it in the theater beginning to end. And I mean, we got up, we looked at each other, and we just, I don't think we talked for about a half an hour. Like, everybody just walked out and they're mm-hmm. like, all right, we're just going to, we're all going home, right? Yeah, we're all going home. I'm going to give you guys a week to, to process that. Yeah. And then um, I, I might call you. I might not, because I don't know if I want to see you again. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's like certain dates. Like, I, I'm not like the kind of guy who goes on tons of dates anymore. Mm-hmm. Kind of got that on my system when I was really young. Mm hmm. And uh, working in bars and shit. And then, like, for a long time, I was super judgy pants. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I was the same way. We're like, I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. But sometimes you see people and you're like, mm, you're not going to be great. You're going to be awful. And then you, you end up just giving them a shot. And you yeah. go out there. And next thing you know, you're stuck in a two and a half hour rant fest. Yeah. And there's, I fucking and the, hate that. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, there's, you, there's certain red flags you can, like, look for. Yeah. And you'd be like, you know what? No, this, is, this, this means this. I get, when she's saying this, I know she has this, that. This person has this wrong with them. Yeah, there are certain. Oh, this is a personality trait that I, yeah. I can see. Yeah, and there so, are certain loaded aspects of their personality. Yeah, and you you know that you're almost being baited into asking more about something like those conversations where yeah. like you know they're saying something they want they're they're fishing. Oh yeah. And yeah. Then you get into it and you're like, oh god, why did I ask about your shoes? You, yeah. I heard you say it three or four times. Where'd you get them? Oh, Christine hates you. Yeah. Oh, Christine's oh, yeah. a bitch. Oh fuck, great. I don't want to meet Christine. Oh, she's coming. You're on the phone with her right now. Wonderful. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'd rather cold call a, a new customer than like a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. I'd rather cold call a new customer as a telemarketer yeah. than deal with this shit anymore. Yeah. Like, I just don't... Uh, I couldn't believe it. And like, you, like, there's certain cues you can pick up when people are talking to you over the phone yeah. or in person and like, that you don't know. And be like, no, I know who I'm dealing with now. Yep. I've got this figured out. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, um, yeah, I'm out of here. It's weird, man. It's like, I was trying to explain that to somebody. I actually explained that to a bunch of people. How like, when you're in a profession, regardless of what the profession is, if you're good at what you do, you can read all the patterns immediately. Absolutely. It's yeah. like when somebody's like, how do they see that coming? It's like, well, because they they know how to read the patterns and what they do. Yeah. Like, we don't do what they do, so we don't understand what the patterns are. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if you give us six months, we'll be reading patterns as well as they can. Yeah. And it's like, people who've been on multiple, like, have you seen Meet the Patels? No, I haven't. Fucking man, like anybody who's of Indian origin or has Indian origin or any any type to any type of ethnic origin that arranges marriages, mm-hmm. or you want to understand that shit, it's on Netflix. It's um, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Meet I've, the Patels. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to, to watch it. It's spectacular. It's mm. uh, it's comedic. It's very mm-hmm. funny. Like it's not heavy by any means. Mm-hmm. But man, like he, this this poor dude. He's a, he's a little actor. I can't remember what his name is. It's something Patel. And um, because Meet the Patels. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's been on that John Stamos grandfathered show and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. He's been on a bunch of TV shows. Yeah. But he's getting his marriage arranged by his parents. And he gets this like index of names and shit. It's like a, like a, like a dictionary mm-hmm. of all these people he's going to go out on dates with. And he's got to pick and choose. And it's like resumes and all that. Yeah. And like, man, like after a while, he just, he gets so numb to it mm-hmm. to where he just sees names and like he starts seeing the patterns. He's like, oh, I, I know what this is now. He just like flips through it, picks a person and it's a yes or no. Yeah. And it's brutal. Like, I mean, God, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad my, like, my parents were, were super laid back. My mom was really laid back. Mm-hmm. Never really pushed me into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe maybe a little bit more prodding, and I wouldn't be such a a, a spinster, a man spinster, a minster. Is that what it is? Like, what's, what's maybe, a man yeah, version yeah. of a spinster? Yeah, I don't know. The um, yeah, I just yeah, but that's that's totally true. I think it's a, uh, um, I think it's if if that's if that's your choice to be like you know if you want to go uh, on dates or just make yourself available or make yourself out there, yeah, totally cool, right? But yeah. uh, um, be aware, like, don't fall into those traps when you meet people. Yeah, man, and like, don't put it on a pedestal. Look look for those red flags. Yeah, man. Look for red flags. Yeah. Because there's there's lots of red flags are right there, there. Absolutely. Yeah. Be be conscious of them and just be like, you know what? Um be analytical. Yeah. Don't talk too much and create the intrigue. You know what the problem is, is boys are dumb. There like boys are like males are dumb. And that's a generalization. And as another generalization, some girls are mean. Yeah. And that and some guys are mean. And some girls are dumb. Some girls are dumb. Yeah. People are dumb and mean. Yeah. You know what? There you go. People are dumb and mean. Yeah. In general. Is that is that the, is that the name of this podcast? <laughs> sure. You know what? This podcast is dumb and mean. Yeah. Yeah. And people that's just, are dumb and mean. People are dumb and mean. And sometimes, like, a dumb person gets together with a mean person. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're watching your friend get dressed like a clown mm-hmm. because you know he can't he can't fucking pick his own clothes. Yeah. And you're seeing his whole life. Like he's working a job he doesn't want and he's got three kids that he never planned mm-hmm. and he's being told when to buy a ring. He's been being told where to take that ring to what park to, to propose and what sunset. He's never chosen a photographer for a fucking photo shoot to put a ring on his girlfriend's finger, but all of a sudden he is. Yeah. He's got a stupid look on his face and here's the worst part. I do that. Yeah. I'm a photographer. Yeah. I've taken those photos where I'm like, oh, you poor fuck. Like you, you have no idea. Yeah. You don't even like the shit you're wearing. You're wearing a linen white shirt and like fucking acid wash blue jeans. Mm-hmm. You would never wear that shit. Yeah. You should be wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I, you don't even have like the like the ability to see how bad this is going to be when you're 45. Yep. But you're going to wear like probably a visor hat with sunglasses and play golf with your dumb golf buddies because they're all married to your girlfriend's like friends dumb like they're the dumb husbands your girlfriend's friends yeah you're gonna be fuck man i know man like, god like i'm there I see, not to interrupt you i no, see that shit and that's what keeps me single like i fucking hate seeing guys like that yeah it's um uh yeah i just i think that's uh that's i, I think that that's my fear because I, I think um i shouldn't say fear that's for lack of a better term it's uh it's more of a um yeah i gotta it's just a matter of like reading for me me and the right person who's like just who's i need someone who like i think when I meet them, I'm like, that person's chilled out. Yeah. And like, you know what? My life doesn't revolve around hers and vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, that's I, a big I, one. Independence. Yeah, independence. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't, she doesn't need me all the time. Yes. And I don't need her all the time. But um, that distance apart. Yeah. Uh, that kind of, that kind of distance uh, makes us closer. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of how it should be, right? Yeah. That's, that's always the best way to go. Yeah. Fuck, man. So you got a text message, did you? Oh, I just or, said my battery uh, was low. That's it. Your battery is low. It's just my watch battery. No, no, low. I meant earlier. You had an alert that you have to start running. Yeah, it's, because um, you are training now. Yeah, I just um. So I put on my I, I put that on Samsung Health. Cool. cool. Uh, and the, on my watch, and it just says uh, you know, like certain days I'm doing this. Yeah. So, and then you know the run or the swim or whatever. People who have been listening to this know that you are training for. Is you're doing a half marathon? Yeah. You're you're training for a half marathon. Yeah. And you're saying earlier that you got a nutritionist now. Yeah, I got I got one last week. I went for on February. No, sorry, February Friday. Yeah. And uh. So yeah, um, I went to go see one. Uh, wasn't cheap, but uh, yeah, man, they're they're not cheap, but like they will change your life. Yeah. So uh, my my company co- they they covered about ninety percent of the cost. Oh no way. Yeah. So um, uh, so yeah, I went to go see her, and uh, yeah. So yeah, she just went. Uh, you know what? This is um, this is what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. 
um, what's your what's how do you do you work out? What your physical activities do you do? Yeah. And what do you uh, what do you usually like to eat? What do you not like to eat? Yeah. What, you know, how, what's your intensity when you play these sports or you, when you go to the tra- when you go do strength training? Blah, so blah, this blah. was like pretty in depth. It's pretty in depth. Yeah, yeah. I was there for an hour. It's like an eHarmony questionnaire. Kind of. Yeah, it's <laughs> eHarmony for your body. For your body. Yeah, and she was uh, and she was, granted, she was smoking hot too, right? Yeah. And, so uh, that doesn't make it easier. No, it does. And when a really hot girl asks you what your bowel movements are like, and I was like, <laughs> oh man, I'm like, I don't know how to answer that. I was like, uh. I don't know, normal. Yeah, because like guys, guys are still like that. Pretty yeah. girl wants to know how I poo. Yeah, exactly. And I was weird. like, yeah, and I was like, uh, suddenly you're in fifth grade again. Yeah, I'm like normal, and she's like, she's like, okay, okay, and I'm like, okay, whatever. fairly normal. Let's, I mean, like it makes we, a loud noise. I know, and I'm like, it sinks to the bottom. Yeah, of the ball. like I have a cold sweat. I'm like, can we just move on? <laughs> yeah. And, like, and uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, that's um, that's that was that, and then Saturday morning, I have to go in at eight a.m. Uh, fasted, no food. Oh wow! Yeah, and I have to, uh, and they're gonna um, uh, assess me, take med- you know, do tests on me and stuff like hmm. that, and then uh, yeah. But Are we it, talking like blood tests and? Oh no, like this is just gonna be in a cup they, and all that shit. Or I what? think I think just measurements. Oh cool! Yeah, so they'll do. Um, That's part of that whole like body mass index and all that. Could be yeah. I'm, hmm. I have no idea what to expect. Oh, she didn't tell you anything. No, yeah, she just so it's that, surprise time come Saturday. Yeah, so uh, that's gonna be. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be cool, man. Yeah, I've never done it before. So yeah, I mean that's one of those. Like, I mean, we were saying earlier, hell, like I mean, I think you as well. But I've always had a theory that um, people assume that diet is like, well, I'm going on a diet. It's like, no, diet is climate. No, like diet is what you eat all the time. Yeah, you had a case of donuts and you usually don't. That's weather. Yeah, but you didn't alter your diet. You just had a, a stormy day. Yeah, exactly. You had a it rained. Yeah, you, you had a moment of weakness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck, I ate a box of donuts two days ago. A whole box? Yeah, like six donuts. A small box, but I mean, just such a bad call. What was mine yet? Actually, no, I had a, what was mine? Uh, I had a meal from Carl's Jr. Oh, that, that's, that's rewards though, man. That was Carl's a, Jr. is so ridiculous. That was, uh, that was mine. That, Carl's Jr. is like the pornography of burgers. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, that was my, that was my, like, I felt like shit. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but you don't when you're eating it. Mm, did the, you? Well, I, the only reason I did was is there because, some self-loathing in there? Kind of. Yeah. Cause oh, like, wow. when I was eating it. Uh, it didn't look when it was wrapped. I, I took it out. Mm-hmm. Fries were great, and but uh, the fries are really good. Yeah, but when I took the burger out, mm-hmm. uh, it looked like nothing on the menu. It was all squished <laughs> and stuff like that. And she, I'm like, hi, I'll have one California burger. Yeah, and she's like, sure. And it came, and I uh, I ate my fries. And I took the burger out. And I'm like, what the fuck did you, you guys use do like this a whoopee thing? cushion in the back? Yeah, exactly. Did you did you smash it with a hammer? Oh man, I fucking hate that. I don't I don't mind when the food like I mean, I I have an idea that when I open it up it's not gonna look as pretty as it does. Yeah. The friggin' like wax spray they put on that shit so everything's glistening on the on the photo. Yeah. But my biggest pet peeve with burgers is if I go to McDonald's and I order a fillet of fish mm-hmm. and the fucking cheese is like half out of the bun and half stuck to the cardboard packaging. Yeah. That's um that's always uh That's like I mean like right now I'm getting hot. <laughs> I'm getting hot just fucking thinking about it. Yeah. That's why I think like it's always if you want like if you want a better quality of fast food, mm-hmm. go inside and get it. You have to go inside and get it. Go it takes a little bit longer. Yeah, but you can you can take a look at it right there. Exactly, and the thing is, it's not rushed and put in a bag and thrown at you in the, out the window. Yeah. it's like it's actually they sit there, they make it for you, and yep. it's and it's presented on a tray rather than just being thrown into a brown paper. Oh, so bag. you won't even get like the bag. You'll actually sit inside and eat it there. Uh, no, yeah, I'll I'll actually um I'll actually get it. I'll order it. Yeah, if I'm going to get fast food, I'll order it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll say, oh, get a good by the way, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll open it up and I'll be like, oh, by the way, can I, oh, sorry, you know what? I got to go. Can, can I get, can this get a go? bag? Get a bag. <laughs> so you're like, you're tricky. Yeah. And so, yeah, and I'll get, I'll get the bag. This is stupid, but like, I'll, I'll, like you're almost like a secret shopper. Yeah. And I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll get the bag and I'll like put it, I'll actually put the burger in like bottom first and yeah. then I'll 
put the fries in, then, you know. You'll arrange the bag yourself. Yeah, That's like a level of OCD, man. Yeah, because I don't like my burger all, like, fucked up. I'm like, what did I just pay for? <laughs> <laughs> what am I paying you for? What am I paying you people for? Exactly. Yeah. Man. Brutal. Yeah, I fell off the wagon hard last week. I mean, came back from, uh, I did that whole Mexico thing. I saw the pictures. Really nice. Hey, thanks, man. That was uh, all in that crazy little GoPro that we used for the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I did a lot of family stuff, but I actually managed to get a lot of stuff done that were for my personal personal portfolio for work and shit, which I didn't think I was going to get when I got there. Mm -hmm. I bought all those ideas I had about going out there and getting like really cool shit for for portfolio work and all that. Yeah. But uh, I actually managed to get some good stuff. That's good. But, um, yeah, we, we were in the ocean a lot. We were swimming a lot, just like just generally working out, walking everywhere, doing all that kind of crap. Came back at like a good weight. Like I was like, everything was really happy. Took a took a step on the scale. I'm like, ah, sub 180s. This is good. Mm-hmm. Then I had like three days where like the fat version of me just kicked the shit out of the skinny version of me. Oh, yeah? Really? Like it held me down and just beat the crap out of me. And I ate burgers and donuts and then burgers again and then a box of cookies. Like I, just, I, I fell off the wagon hard. So you gain that weight really quickly? Yeah, I'm weird. Like, but that means, you could, you could, that means you could probably lose the weight quickly. Though. I do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, what do they call that? Like the, like the, the, the 171, whatever the hell it is, or like you're... The endomorph, exomorph. Like, I'm that guy who puts weight on really fast, mm-hmm. and then I can drop it if I need to really fast. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm like that, too. Yeah, strange yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, oh, that's all the weird shit in my system, man. I, I don't know where the hell I'm from. Yeah, the uh, yeah, because my, my metabolism is really, really high. Because I, yeah. I need to eat about at least five times a day. Oh, no way, huh? Yeah, so, um, so yeah, like, I'll eat. I always start with a big breakfast. Yeah. Like, when I big breakfast, I'll say, like, the first thing I'll have is a, a hot drink first thing in the morning. Yep. And so whether it's like uh, like detox tea mm-hmm. or le- just hot lemon water, yeah, yeah. first thing I have, that's the first thing I drink. That, I mean, that's a really good first like first thing in your system is hot lemon water. Yeah. So and then, uh, yeah, I'll follow that up with an apple cider uh, vinegar shot. Really? And then um, and after that, I'll, uh, you know, I'll take a shower. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, I'll have like a, I'll have like a, a smoothie. Like yeah. I'll, and I, that'll be to go. But you're bound. I mean, like five meals is, is everybody kind of feels like five is the ideal number. Yeah. It's like three decent meals and two like in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, breakfast will be like breakfast is my heaviest meal, mm-hmm. hands down. And then, um, yeah, at 10 o'clock, um, my, this will go off and be yeah. like, oh, you know what? Have an apple with some water or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, or have some grapefruit. Um, and then uh, at 12 o'clock, I'll have like a really light lunch. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, around like... Two thirty or something like that. I'll grab something quick. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and after and after I work out or something like that, go to the gym. Um, I'll have some. I'll have some something with protein in it. Good three to one carb protein your, ratio. Your big meal there. Exactly. Yeah. And then um after that eight o'clock, shut everything down. No more food. That's it. No more food. Yeah. Liquids well, only. There's like a six hour window, right? They always say like six hours before you sleep, you shouldn't be having a big heavy meal. You if should you, If be, you yeah. want to, if you want to like maintain that five meal a day thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'll have like you know like it doesn't mean like that. That's like really strict, right? Like that's, that's super what I, that, strict. That's yeah. what I try to follow. Yeah. So like, but but after after eight o'clock, who knows? Like you might yeah. want to have like, I don't know, like a some vegetables or something like that, or maybe some like crackers and cheese or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so who knows, right? But like, but yeah, like you're gonna always want to have something, right? Like my diet's not perfect. Yeah. But I try to space out the meals as much as I can. That's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, like I don't think anybody's diet's really perfect, perfect. Like I always joke, like I'm I'm always joking about being a like a one meal a day guy. Yeah. Like, gold ghost is like, yeah, I've got the snake diet. Like mm-hmm. I eat one gigantic meal, and that's it. Yeah. I really don't though. I mean. I've uh, ever since I got into those those Vega One V Vega One is that how they say it? Yeah, like, I, I, everybody's I, got like Vega One or Vega One. I eat, uh, everything I do is Vega. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I've been doing those uh, those shakes in the morning. I find that that's a great morning for me right there. That's my that's my morning meal. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, I'm all vegetables mostly throughout the day, mm-hmm. and then at night that's when my big meal happens. And really, it's not like I'm having like uh, like multiple meals throughout the day, but it's just like I've got to have it. I love peas, so like if, if there's peas or broccoli in front of me, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat peas and broccoli. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm like a freaking goldfish. Like, I'm stupid with it. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's a plate, I'll eat a plate, and then my guts are a mess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then I have my one meal in, at night. But generally, I'm, I am like a one big meal at night. And then that's, that's about it. Then I shut that shit down. Yeah, if I had to say, like, there was one problem with my diet, it was mm-hmm. probably be like, I can't watch TV without eating something. You can't watch TV without eating something. Yeah, if I'm watching TV, I have to have, like, off to snack on something. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's like that's almost like a like a connection, like a mind to body. It is, like yeah. So, yeah, I'll be, right? yeah. It's it's like this. I'll be I'll be like oh, because um, because for me it's like I feel like watching TV is like I don't watch it for very long. I watch it for maybe like half an hour. Yeah. And uh, I'll always um, have food with me. Hmm. Like either it's whether it's crackers or whether it's grapes or whether yeah. it's a. Uh, um, Not a shitty snack, just just something that. But you have to have something in your hand. Though. Something in my hand to like to just. To, to eat, maybe it's like because I, I watch TV at night, so like yeah. I'll, I'll 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 usually try to eat something sm- like small to, to, just to satisfy my hunger. Yeah, but like yeah, I don't like I'll never, but I won't eat like I won't have like six like no three slices of pizza while, while, for, like, <laughs> yeah. while I'm eating while I'm watching TV. That's wild, man. Yeah, my uh my weird food habit is I can't like oh man, this is like I feel like I'm confessing something. I can't eat sitting down. If I'm at a restaurant and I have to because I'm with people, yeah. like normal people, yeah, no problem. But I've got like a, a like a kitchen where I've got like an island-ish area, yeah. And uh, I prepare all my food standing up, obviously like a human being would. Yeah. You don't you don't cook sitting down. Mm-hmm. But then I just turn around, put that shit in the island, and I stand and eat. And now if I sit and eat, I feel like all that crap is just like compacting in my stomach, and my and my guts are just hating me for it. Oh yeah. Like I feel like I'm just fucking up my colon because <laughs> all yeah. that stuff is packing on top of itself yeah i know what you mean yeah man i've never been able to eat sitting down and when i do in a restaurant it's weird like i mean it, oh i hate it yeah i'm, I'm like i'm like that when i like on the weekends yeah uh, when, I, when i'm gonna go for uh when i have the morning off like i can go in the morning i can go for a bike ride or something like that mm-hmm. yeah like i'll get changed like first first thing i'll do even like i'm i'm dumb like this but like uh when i I have to go for a bike ride or if i'm, if I'm dressed up to go for like go to the gym or something like that yeah, yeah i'm saying wait i'm having a bowl of like like I make my own cereal, yeah. um, my own like properly or- organic made cereal with almond milk. I'll just have like I'll eat it standing up. Yeah. And so, but I'll have a small bowl, just just enough to get you through the. Just to are, get you through. are you doing it like to be quick about it, or are you doing it because like the the highway is all crumpled up? If you sit down. Like oh, I mean, to I, me, I, it's, I, yeah. I like both. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. That's what I think. I feel like if I'm sitting down, like everything's crumpled up, like nothing's going where it's got to go. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm the, but you're right. But, but to be quick about it as well, because if I sit down, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, oh, my put my phone on. Oh, yeah. look, maybe watch YouTube and just see like what the news was for last night or, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? No, I'm and just now like, all of a sudden you're taking more time than you need. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, take some cereal, put some like Greek yogurt in it, put, yeah. some, put some almond milk in it, put some fruit in it or whatever, and then just uh, eat it quickly. Yeah, and get the fuck out of there. Hit bricks. Yeah, exactly. And just and just get out. Yeah, see, you're rational. I think mine is like a weird OCD. Like, I mean, clearly people have been sitting down and eating for generations. I mean, mm-hmm. for thousands of fucking years. But you're talking about dinner and stuff like that. Like, you don't... I mean, like, everything. Yeah. If I'm here in the house and there's food that I've prepared and it's there, I will not go to the dining room and I will not sit in a chair to eat it mm-hmm. because my pathways are going to be all fucked up. Really? It's like my guts just won't know where to put things. I feel like it's almost like you're, you're, my pipe is straight on the inside. In my head, like, you know how everybody, like, visualizes the way their body works? Like, everybody's got that weird way of visualizing shit. Yeah. In my mind, when I visualize the way my system works, if I sit and eat, nothing's going to go anywhere. It's going to hang out. It's not going to go to my stomach. It's going to tell me to go fuck myself, and it's going to make trouble where, where it shouldn't be. It's in my esophagus. Really? Yeah, it's weird, man. It's, like, it's literally an OCD thing. Wow. Yeah, the um, but I'm weird, man. Like I got weird issues in my head anyway, so that's yeah. just one of them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what what kind of drove me to see a nutritionist is that um, number one is to get like you know. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. That's what drove me to see a psychiatrist. And I think you should too. Yeah, I think you should too. Actually, yeah. go see a therapist, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we might have to go end up going together. Um, Fuck, man, we'll save on time. 
Yeah, because I just find that for me, it's like I just want to go see uh, because I want to reconfirm that uh, from what I, what I do when I when I what I want to do when I when I'm eating and working out is that um, after I do something, eat the most logical thing that you should be eating. Exactly. That's what that's I want to reconfirm that. So I want to see like if I knew, am I doing that properly? Yeah. And uh, and number two is that you know what have a have a regiment. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that that's kind of what I wanted. And like you know, like have Sundays are like like Sunday should be like you know what, get up early. Do all your meal prep. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I but want. But you to do. do a weekly prep. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know a few guys do that. Yeah. So I do that, but I want to make sure that you know what. There's always like that fine tuning you can do. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, like you pay a price for it when when you go see a nutritionist, but mm-hmm. that's more of an investment, I think, than anything else. Yeah, man. I mean, like I think that's I, I do think that's a solid way to go. I got friends who do that. Mm-hmm. I've got friends who are like fairly professional level athletes, mm-hmm. or at least have been, mm-hmm. and they do that. They have like a Sunday meal day. Mm-hmm. They make all their food for the week. Yeah. I I can't. Like I, I tried once or twice, mm-hmm. but man, like I'm I'm the kind of guy who I wake up in the morning yeah. and by about noon I'm already planning my meal my meal at night. Yeah. So then I go to the grocery store. I know it's not cost effective, but then again I don't really buy a lot of shit anyway. Like most of my most of the stuff that I'm gonna buy is in my fridge. Usually there's one item missing that I have to go to the food to the, to the food store. The food the, store. To, to the freaking yeah. the supermarket. It's not like you sound like Al Bundy. I'm like, what is this place called? What's it, what's yeah. it, the food store? The food yeah, store. Yeah, let's go to the food storage <laughs> location. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. yeah. I go to the food store. God, my brain just fell apart. It's it's I had too much alpha brain last week. <laughs> and this week is just like, yeah, you're stupid now. But uh yeah, then I go to the food store and I pick up like the one the one thing that's missing. So what's gonna what's it gonna be today? Yeah. Or I mean it might be in the freezer, right? Like a chicken or pork or whatever it is. Yeah. But um yeah, man, I I envy the ability to do that week ahead plan mm-hmm. and kind of have your shit done. Yeah. But um who knows? It might be pasta tonight. And then I'm gonna break up the machine. And that's that really is part of my routine too. Mm-hmm. A lot of my routine is like I I enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. I enjoy making a different thing every day. I yeah. mean, I cooked in restaurants for a long time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where that comes from as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, for me, it's. Uh, I know that's going to change the way my my kind of week looks. Yeah. But uh, by the same time, it's like, you know what? I know I have to like, once you have the meal prepared, I'm like, you know what? Now I know that uh, it's going to it's gonna help me with my uh, my training as well. Because you know mm-hmm. what? Uh, if I'm going to, the, going to the gym, I know I have to eat this before. I, so I, I'm not going to eat that unless I go to the gym. Yeah. So go to the gym, do your workout. And then you're gonna. You're, this is what you're gonna have because afterwards. that logical, yeah, that logical. Because if you, if I don't, there's no point in having this plan. Yeah, man, it's pointless. Yeah, I mean, it, you really. That's it. Is the most important thing is to stick to it. Is, Absolutely, is yeah. get it and stick to it. Yeah, exactly. And that's like I've always struggled. Like just now, actually. Like weirdly enough, um, I've never had a lot of health issues as far as like like joint pain and whatnot goes. Mm. But for like a year, and I didn't even notice I wasn't doing it for a year. I didn't change the way I worked out. Yeah, at all. And now I've got a herniated disc. Mm-hmm. So like I'm doing things to fix it. And the most logical thing to do was to just change your routine altogether and get right into yoga, mm. which I never thought I would do. Yeah. Never in a million years. Even when Raji was talking about that last time he was here, yeah. but how he's getting into yoga, I never thought for, for like a million years I'd get into yoga. Mm-hmm. Now I am. I got into DDP yoga, yeah. the Diamond Dallas Page stuff, oh, which yeah. is like crazy yeah. good. But um, yeah, I mean, is that, it's- is that, Does he do that? Diamond Cutter, man. That's, diamond cutter, that's yeah. his gimmick. Yeah. Okay. He's always like, always coming back to Diamond Cutter. Yeah. This ain't your mama's yoga. Like he really sells that like high intensity style. That's good. Good for DDP. It's, it, good for him. I mm-hmm. mean, he's, but I really got like I, like a lot of the wrestlers, like Gold Dust and Chris Jericho, guys whose careers were essentially over from injury, mm-hmm. came back and started doing this exclusively mm-hmm. and uh, it fixed him. Yeah. Like DDP, I met him, uh, me and Strangler, met him at a Comic-Con years ago mm-hmm. when we thought he was all fucked up. Like He looked rough, rough. 
So we figured out he's an old-timey wrestler, brought us years of joy. Let's go throw him 20 bucks for the autograph and see what happens. And then he started talking about DDP yoga. He just kind of developed it. Yeah. And, um, man, he was doing gymnast-style stuff. Like He has foot over his head and all that crap. And, oh, really? uh, yeah, I talked about how his back injuries and whatnot got help from this. So I put all that together and thought, get into it, start doing it. But you got to stick to it. Like, if you mm-hmm. want to do, if you want it to benefit you, and yeah. you want to actually, like, you know, fix your problems, you got to stick to it. Same as, same as to, a diet. Yeah. Like, you yeah. have to stick to it. You have to, to stick it. to it. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you're not going to see, um, like, like, basically, cause you want long term results. Exactly. Yeah. So stick with it. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, like, I realize now, like, I'm getting, I'm getting close to that 40 year mark, man. So am and, I. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're yeah, almost I'm, there. I'm, I'm 39. Yeah. yeah we're, we're coming up to it. Yeah. So it's like, you've got to realize if you want to be in good shape when you're 59, then you've got to really stick to it now. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. You can't just like be hitting the gym and throwing weights around. Like you've got to do other things yep. to make sure your body works. Like your your mobility, your motion has to be really good. Yeah, exactly. Like you should be able to, like I still want to be able to like like play tennis. I still want to be able to run. I still want yeah, to man. like do all that stuff. So um, yeah, and the thing is too is that if you, if you yeah, ignore like books and stuff like that, if you just eat right. Yeah, man. If you eat right and you, uh, you, you, you know, you train a little bit, um, keep yourself hydrated. You know, you know things. Things will start falling into place. Thirty minutes of high intensity, man. Yeah, exactly. like I mean, just like a walk, walk, a brisk fucking walk. Yeah. Thirty minutes minimum. Yeah, and, and, a, and a decent diet, not a great diet. You don't have to have vegetables all the time, yeah. all day long, but a balanced diet. It's balanced not like diet. Yeah, fucking exactly. Cans of coke and shit. Yeah, and you can yeah. still you, you can still have what you want, but let's say have it less often because and then moderation. Yeah, and then it'll mean more to you when you have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just keep on waterballing you with all. The yeah, man. But God, like yeah, hydration is so key. It's so so key. Water yeah, is fuel. Water. It, it's I'm the body, right? It's like water is life. I had a guy we used to train with. Was always always say that. Like you say it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Water is life. We're made of water. You drink water. Yeah. If you're thirsty, your body's telling you to drink water. Why are you not drinking water? Yeah. You know why you stink when you sweat? Because you don't drink water, dumbass. It's like. Yeah. Oh yeah, it makes a big difference. Makes a man. big difference. Yeah, it's yeah, hugely yeah, cause, important. Yeah, because if your urine comes out yellow, you're like, you know what? That was my fault. Yeah, like, man. It, it it shouldn't be like like a friggin apple juice, apple juice dark evening, Alberta yeah. sunset. Yeah, summer, exactly. Middle of summer. Yeah, Alberta like right sunset. Now. <laughs> yeah, your pee shouldn't fucking look like that. No, it's if it a, is, you're not drinking you're enough. Not water. drinking enough water. Yeah, you should be like because the, the more like, yeah, the more the more you stay hydrated, yeah, things will just start falling into place. Yeah, if you take a pee and you want to gag a bit, you got problems. Yeah, exactly. You're like ooh. Like yeah, that. you're like, oh, oh man, that wasn't good. <laughs> that's that's not good at all. Yeah, <laughs> shit, man. So how was your week? Otherwise, it was good. I just um, there was one disappointment. I couldn't find uh, the definitive director's edition of Heat on oh, Blu-ray. No way, huh? Yeah, it just came out. Get out. Yeah, is it the newest version on Blu-ray? Just came out. The newest version. I was talking to mm. Raji about this yesterday. Yeah, yesterday because he got the the cover that I was looking. I was We're looking talking Michael Mann's Heat. Michael Mann's okay, Heat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he got the cover, the special edition cover, where like his is, um, it has Val Kilmer and uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, but it, the background is all black. Yeah, yeah. It's a very different color, but that's a different D- Blu-ray version where the the sound was not remastered. Yeah, because there was the original Blu-ray when yeah. it came out. Yeah, which and is that, very much like the very first DVD. Where yeah, it was, like, exactly. Very flat sound. Very flat sound. And uh, but this new one was yeah. supervised by Michael Mann. No way. The restoration of it. I would imagine, and this is just like a like a personal thought. I would imagine the only reason he would remaster or re remix the sound would be that gun battle. The gun battle. Fuck, yeah. man! Like, I still remember listening to that in theaters and being blown away by it. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's um that movie. Uh, yeah, that is in my top ten movies of all time. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it is definitely in my top ten. I would say that like almost every bank robbery scene since then 
has had heat as a major influence. Yeah, and like perfect fucking Dark Knight. Dark man. Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight, which was taken straight from Heat. Yeah, and uh, I remember. Uh, um, did you see that interview with with I think we talked about this with Christopher Nolan when he was he was asking Mike, that was his Heat. Yeah, yeah, and he's like he was, he was interviewing Christopher Nolan, uh, Michael Christopher, Mann, Michael Mann, and Robert Junior and Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. He was actually I, I remember we, we talked about this, but like he he was asking them such direct questions. Yeah, and they went it went right over their heads. Yeah, well, he was nerding out. He was he, nerding out. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they realized how much he studied that movie. Yeah, and it's weird too, right? It's that it's that Shatner thing when Shatner mm-hmm. was doing that SNL mm-hmm. and all the nerds like in episode SE two four point two nine one. Yeah, um, your hair was left when you got in the chair, but it was swooping to the right when you're. It's like fuck, I don't know. I, I don't that know. was years ago, man. Yeah. And that's what it felt like with Michael Mann. It was like, that was years ago. Like, I don't remember any of this yeah, shit. Yeah, because he was asking Robert De Niro and Al Pacino questions, and then yeah. they're just like, they're looking at each other, they're like, uh, no. you, you want to get that one? Rainbows? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. They didn't know what to say. Yeah. But then, like, but yeah, but that, that was the beauty of that movie. It was so, because you know, I know, like, Michael Mann doesn't want to do make his movie stylistic, but man, like, just, they are. Yeah, man. I mean, they're they all bring something. You yeah. might not like all of his movies, but fuck, his movies look cool. Even Miami Vice, man. Yeah, Miami God, Vice it looked so cool. Yeah, like Miami Vice, I had to watch it again to to like really like it. Yeah, you know why? Because you went in expecting Miami Vice. Yeah, and I love. The thing is, I I grew up on Miami Vice. Yeah, I love the eighties Miami Vice. This was not Miami Vice. No, it wasn't. It was a very cool cop movie. Yeah, but it was definitely and and when you go in like distancing yourself, just disconnecting from Miami Vice. Yeah. It's a very cool cop movie. Yeah, and uh, what's another one? Uh, Collateral. Man, Collateral. Yeah. Um, probably my favorite. Uh, that that is that is my favorite Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, Collateral is he's so different. Yeah. I mean, and deliberate. I know he tries to make himself different all the time, mm-hmm. but like that should have been Richard Gere. Yeah, that should have been Richard Gere and Samuel L. Jackson. Instead, he got Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. Yeah, and it was just like it was just a very, just the idea was cool. Mm-hmm. Tom, it, for me personally, I don't think like I have never seen Tom Cruise that good. Yeah, and like it just like in a movie where like um, where the acting didn't have to be good. It was just like it, it, it wasn't a, an Academy Award winning kind of performance. No, but like it, didn't it wasn't have to even be. Tom Cruise. Yeah, and the thing is like, but he was like, it was just uh, he pulled that role off. Like no one could have played that role better. Yeah, he was ice man. Yeah, he was, he was cold ice. as ice. I just like and uh, like Jamie Foxx still like he played that good weak character really well. Yeah, uh, and then he transitioned the way when the movie as the movie went, you could see his growth. Um, Which is underappreciated. Underappreciated. There completely. are characters like I've always said. There's that. Uh, there's that weird kind of what was his name from District Nine. How you, the movie starts off, yeah. and you you fucking hate this guy. Yeah, like you just want to see him eat shit. By the end of the movie, you genuinely feel like he didn't get what he wanted. Like yeah. he's, when he's making the little metal flower shit. Yeah, you feel so bad for this dude. Oh, like man, growth yeah. in movies, like fucking Jamie Foxx's growth in that movie is kind of neat. It was under, it was very subtle. Yeah, but it was underrated. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, that movie is uh, yeah, that's the thing too. That's that, that that's, what, that's what drew me that what, that keeps drawing you back to Heat. Yeah, is uh, um, probably my favorite crime movie of all time. Oh yeah, I mean that was our generation's crime movie. Yeah, I think so too. Like yeah, it was, like, like I'm not sure. Like, yeah, because then like gangster movie and stuff like that. Because you could say like Godfather and stuff like that. But no, just, just a general cops and robbers kind of like movie. Yeah. Probably, uh, probably one of my favorites, Fuck. if not my favorite. It's got one of my favorite scenes that was so irrelevant then. Like, oh, like it was, it was almost like he was seeing the future when, uh, when he gets the information. Yeah, from the dude in the wheelchair. Yeah, and he's like, it's just out there, man. Yeah, you just need to, need to know how to grab it. Yeah, like fucking, he's talking with the internet. Oh <laughs> he's yeah, with the internet and Wi-Fi and shit. And yeah. then, like now, you watch it, and it's like uh, that scene. If you watch it today, almost doesn't make any sense. You're like, well, of course, now there's some some like movie version of a hacker is going to hack through and get it. Mm-hmm. But this was a movie version of a hacker in the 90s, in the yeah. mid 90s. 
talking about that shit. Like, fuck. That's so cool. Didn't Hackers come out in 1995 as well? I think Hackers I think it did. Johnny Lee Miller? Johnny Lee Miller. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hackers. That movie did not age well. That was Johnny Lee Miller, right? Johnny Lee Miller, yeah. And that's, yeah. That, that's when he was, wasn't he dating uh, Angelina, Angelina Jolie? Angelina Jolie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Man, what happened to that guy? I saw him on uh, in Sherlock. He's in Sherlock, week? yeah, that's right, yeah. That new show. Is it even called Sherlock? No, it's called, isn't he with that? With, he's in there with- um, The new one. Yeah, he's in there with- uh, Like Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, yeah. yeah. They're, they're playing like Sherlock and Watson. Yeah. I saw him. I'm like, my God, he looks, what happened to you, Johnny Miller? Yeah, like, man. Like, I just, yeah, he's. You were like a man's man for a little while there. Like a, a hardcore, like carved from stone looking motherfucker. Like real Greek features. Yeah, and he was, he was in uh, he looks train like a spotting, right? He's train spotting. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he was, uh, then I watched Hackers. I'm like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, cool. The soundtrack is unreal. Left Field's in it and stuff yeah, like man. that. But then afterwards, I was like, I watched it today and I'm like, it has such camp value. Yeah. Oh, God. It's rough. Yeah. It's it's a rough watch now. Yeah, but everything's all neon and and like all the colors are so bright. Aren't they like roller skating some scene? Like you're they're like yeah, they're rollerblading everywhere, rollerblading all over the place. Yeah, and uh, there was a, and that the, the main villain is that is that East Indian computer programmer from Short Circuit. <laughs> oh, Fisher Stevens. He's not even brown. He's not even East Indian. No, but yeah, yeah he's a white guy playing yeah. the uh, the what's called the straight off the boat Indian fellow. Yeah, exactly. In Short Circuit. Yeah, yeah he's a girly. Come quick. Oh uh, yeah, brutal <laughs> man. Brutal, brutal. God, that's like. You can get away with murder with like cultural, I guess cultural appropriation. That's yeah. what they, they call it now. The trendy word today is cultural appropriation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But like pre two thousands, like anybody could play. If you weren't doing blackface, you could do anything. You could do anything. Yeah. And they wouldn't really come at you for it. You might get an article or two about it, like that was wrong. You shouldn't be a white guy playing an Asian guy, but you could still get away with it. Yeah, and eighties was even loose. The, 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 oh, the eighties was way they, looser. they didn't care. Then that's how, that's why I love the eighties so much because well, every generation previous. Yeah, like the seventies. The like go back to the uh, the cowboy the westerns, right? Yeah, exactly. Where you got like straight up white guys just doing their version of red face. Yeah, exactly. Like a bunch of native guys. And who played? Uh, who, who's that? I mean, uh, John Wayne played Genghis Khan. Genghis, that's exactly what <laughs> John I was say, Wayne yeah. played Genghis Khan. How weird is that? And then uh, what I liked though is the uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico when he kind of makes fun of that, right? William yeah. Defoe playing the the hardcore Mexican like cartel drug lord. Yeah. So it's like you know you're kind of poking fun at it there, but yeah, you can't do any of that shit now. Oh man, you'll, was... you'll get you'll never work. Again. One of my favorite uh, characters from that movie is uh, one of my favorite characters from that movie is William Defoe. Yeah, he's just like so blatant. What was it? His name Bur- the. That was, he's the head of the Barilla cartel, right? Oh, God, I can't remember. I've seen that movie one time, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I never went back to it. You know that uh, that scene where uh, Johnny Depp gets his, uh, his, uh, his eyes pulled out? Or oh, like, yeah, he does go blind. Yeah, yeah, I remember his, like, he's wearing the sunglasses with the blood coming out. I was yeah, gonna, yeah. I was, I was gonna go for that as a Halloween costume and see if anyone can, could, could guess that what I was. That would be cool, man. Yeah. You know, talking about like obscure moments in movies. I don't know if uh, if you watch it, but Blackish. No, I don't. No. Blackish is solid. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's actually a pretty good show altogether. Mm-hmm. They've had a couple of missteps, but man, it's a really good show. Yeah. But uh, two weeks ago, they did a scene where the daughter is going away to college, or Zoe is is Andre's daughter. What's the name? Anthony Anderson's daughter. And um, I don't know if anybody else spotted it, but you hear her say, you should say something. This is real. You should say something. And the way they're sitting, it's like, are they fucking, is this Jerry Maguire? <laughs> doing a Jerry Maguire scene? Really? Like she did the Bob Sugar line while Dre was doing the Jerry Maguire line. Oh, really? Even to where he looks over and sees his kids next to him. He's like, you did it in a public place. So I wouldn't have a scene. I wouldn't cause a scene. I'm like, God damn, man. A Jerry Maguire moment. Holy shit. And like weirdly subtle, but not subtle. Like if you watch, maybe because I'm the only guy who watches Jerry Maguire a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I caught it. Yeah, I think you're the only one I know who. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the only guy. Some For some weird reason, that movie's got a bunch of like, it's got a bunch of terrible moments. 
Like the the way the whole thing, the way the the entire movie goes down is is pretty unrealistic. Yeah. But like Tom Cruise is really selling it, man. I mean, I don't know if he yeah, had just yeah, made yeah, like yeah, it, it it is not by any means a bad movie. It's a great movie. It, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, but at least you watch a good movie over and over again. Yeah, it's not one, a terrible. Movie. Yeah, one movie I I watch over and over again. Battlefield Earth. No, I'm sorry. No, but yeah, no, this is well, it's not that bad, but it's still like I wouldn't say it's bad. Hmm. But when it's on, I can't stop watching it. Like if I'm, if if it's on, I'll just watch it until it finishes. Yeah. Um, is Broken Arrow? <laughs> hey man, like people gotta stop knocking that movie. I love that movie. That's got that has got a Hans Zimmer and Dwayne Eddy in the soundtrack. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like that soundtrack. The music is, is unreal. Super unreal, man. It's underrated. Like super underrated for a Hans Zimmer score. Yeah. Exactly. And it's Next, got, yeah. like The Lion King. Those are like the two scores that brought me into Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Was that in the Lion King? Yeah, and now Hans Zimmer's like, well, now he just like copies his own sound over and over, over again. and over again. Yeah, but there was an era I would say like that started with the Lion King and ended with maybe the Last Samurai mm-hmm. or King Arthur. Oh no, he also did Kingdom of Heaven. He did Kingdom Those, of Heaven. Yeah, like in that era, mm-hmm. that was like peak Hans Zimmer. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you could, they even did an overture. Like if you watch the um, the director's cut, the ultimate cut, I guess, of Kingdom of Heaven, mm-hmm. it's almost an hour longer but it starts an overture mm-hmm. and it's like like literally it opens up like you would be going to a, a play where mm-hmm. they actually play the music from beginning to end for about 15 minutes of what you're going to hear mm-hmm. and it preps your mind for the the music you're going to hear and you feel more connected to the movie that way too oh is that right very cool man oh okay. it's a it's a double disc set so you do at one point you have to take the disc out and put the other one in so maybe that disconnects you a bit yeah maybe but time for a pee break yeah it's true and then um you watch the rest of the movie and just holy shit man like, mm-hmm. It made the movie that much more enjoyable. Wow, Kingdom of Heaven, yeah, in the theaters I, uh, was yeah, junk. Uh, yeah, that's true. The yeah. original cut, yeah, but was, that uh, I still didn't mind it. But well, that's just because you know because I'm a really Scott fan. But like, yeah, that. but yeah, it's um, uh, yeah, I I, I always want to see the director's cut. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's it's is it better? It's it's much better. Oh, okay, far more story to it, and you really get that. Like I, I am a huge Conan the Barbarian fan. We yeah, we have, have, yeah, yeah, we have definitely talked about that. Yeah, Yeah. and for me, like there is maybe no movie that I can think of right away that the music and the movie goes so well together. Mm -hmm. Because Basil Polderis was like underrated. His daughter cut a piece of that movie as well, right? She she played a piece of uh, the music in that. Yeah, and um, he incorporated that. So like, there's some actual like history mythology behind the way that movie worked out. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, like. There was a cut that came out just before he died, where he composed, or he didn't compose, but he uh, he or, like uh, orchestrated mm-hmm. another another version of that. I think it's like Intrada. Mm-hmm. Is the Intrada is they supervised the release of this like three disc set that came out, mm. and no no music has come close to me to line up with a movie the way it was supposed to be since Conan the Barbarian, the way that uh, Kingdom of Heaven did. Oh, is that right? Yeah, man. It's really well well put together. You can you can you feel like really Scott wanted it to be like that. Like he wanted each part of the of the score to sit perfectly with that part of the movie. Like it wasn't just that he handed it off and then Hans Zimmer went nuts. They did a lot of planning there. Oh, okay. Cool. And I mean peak Hans Zimmer too. And this this and you can get all this on the director's cut of Blu-ray, right? Yeah, there's a lot of information on that. Okay, so really, the, so, really if, so if I want to get that that music, I'd have to go buy the, the the director's cut. No, no, I mean I'm sure you can buy it in the stores. Oh, okay, like, you can all go right. pick it up. But I mean, like it's I think it's up there on the shelf. You should you should grab it and take a listen to it, man, cool. or take a watch to it. It's it's a solid DVD. Okay, yeah. The um um speaking of Ridley Scott, um, there's one thing I wanted to. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's a. Uh, this when I when I heard about this and I was listening to it, I was reading about this last night, and just realizing how cool it would be. Mm-hmm. And it's just a theory that people are just putting out. Um, is that 
um, you know, you have we have the new alien universe now, right? With yeah. The, with the engineers. Yeah. This concept that ever since Prometheus came out, that they now now we're exploring the idea of the engineers. Yeah. Now we have uh, this movie called Blade Runner two thousand forty nine coming out. Yeah. The Ridley Scott expanded universe. Exactly. Yeah. So now uh, I was watching the trailer, and f- literally fifteen seconds into the trailer, mm-hmm. you see this hall, this trophy case hall. Of the, I want to say Jared Leto is he the? Um, well, he's the new creator of these, the new, the new era cyborgs, right? Exactly. And so, I was watching that, and if you, I paused it at 15 Androids. seconds. There on the right hand side, in the case, mm-hmm. is a being that looks exactly like the engineer. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. And the movie always talks about where life came from in the trailer that they talk about like you know mm-hmm. there's that whatever they discuss like you know the beginning of life or the the, the answer to everything we have we, it, here's the answer whatever it is yeah well, i mean I, that's kind of like the the weird existential feeling behind blade runner yeah exactly like can like do do androids dream of electric sheep exactly like, who's who's your creator yeah and um so that those two themes of like the theme of like creator and god are kind of in feels like it's in blade runner as well so i'm wondering if the blade runner universe is in the, is tied into the alien universe. Well, they said like uh, there are a few things, right? Like Blade Runner and Alien clearly have ties. Like mm-hmm. there there are different little little clues in those movies. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner and Soldier mm-hmm. are tied together. Like yeah. you can see one of the Blade Runner ships in the background of Soldier mm-hmm. when they're running the track and all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. So there is they are loosely put together. Yeah, but that would mean that they're all tied to Predator too. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Like, think Damn, of, think, think, Predator too. Yeah, like think about that. That's that's, that's some cool shit. That's yeah, and a lot of people. And I, like, I, I didn't. I, I the only reason I found about this, like, I, I looked at it is because someone posted it. And like, yeah, and then I started. A lot of people on Reddit and like all these people were like, yeah, you know what? What if this is actually true? Yeah, and what if these movies are gonna like? I don't want them to tie into each other, mm-hmm. but if like, they should be their own separate entity. But because we're not gonna see another Blade Runner, but they're right? they're definitely within the universe. If that's the truth, yeah. Um, if that's actually what the, what they're planning, um, that would be. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, like, in, in a weird way, it's like I don't know extended members of your family, but they do listen to the podcast when you're on it. Yeah. So by extension, they've they've seen this, yeah. and they might have it on someday when another friend of a friend walks past their house. Yeah, exactly. And hears it or sees it on their on the screen, right? Exactly. Yeah. So is that in that sense they're connected? Yeah, and I think that's yeah. When, when I when I heard about that, I was like, man, that'd be very very cool. Like if like, the only re- the reason why like they they are like the people in Blade Runner are doing what they're doing is because they know, yeah, the engineers are out there. They're out there somewhere. Yeah, or they have like some sort of connection to them or an understanding of what they are. Yeah, exactly. So like the, the you have you have like on you have like alien on this side the 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 engineers and stuff like that and all the questions that they that that where Blade Runner is mm-hmm. they're like they 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 want to open the door again to here because well, Blade the, Runner is twenty forty nine. Yeah. When when does the first aliens take place or alien? I don't know because like the like Prometheus was like 22? Prometheus was like two thousand like just it was it's like it's decades and decades in yeah the it's future. way way out there so I don't know it's so, yeah yeah because because you know in, the, in Prometheus in that first scene when they're in the Isle of Scotland or whatever that mm-hmm. that is and they get the of the year it's like in two thousand one hundred something or maybe like just below two thousand one hundred whatever really it yeah it's around there yeah. so I'm just wondering I if movie it didn't is. go back to God I should go back to that movie yeah I just got so mad at so many dumb choices they were making. Yeah, and and Ridley Scott admits that he's like the reason why they made uh, Aliens this way is because of the backlash from Prometheus. Oh yeah, yeah, I can let that go. Yeah. I just wish he hadn't. Man, that was the movie that made me think like Ridley Scott. What are you doing, buddy? Like, what yeah, are you even, doing, yeah, man? Yeah, even Quentin Tarantino, like Ridley yeah. Scott's biggest fan, was even like, 
He's like, there's certain, th- there's certain, certain little things. Like, I think we've all talked about. Remember the biologist who goes up that little touches th- the fucking bubble thing that or the snake dealy. It's like just like guys who are professionals doing dumb shit. Yeah, I doing would, things that don't make sense in your profession. Yeah, there, there could have been a better way to infect that guy. Yes, in the script. Yeah. Oh, then, there could have been better ways to do everything in that movie. Everything. Yeah. There were like so many problems as far as that movie went. But the worst part is there were so many cool things in that movie that should have been. Like more, more expanded loved on, or more yeah. expanded. Yeah, like yeah, it should have been better appreciated by the fan base. It should have been expanded on the movie. Exactly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that that Damon Lindelhoff guy, that guy, the writer. Yeah, he's he's rough, man. Yeah, I think I think they should have reined him in. And the, just been like, the dude starts everything he does really well, and mm-hmm. then everything he does falls to shit. Yeah, because you know that original writer, hmm. John Spathis. Is that, I, I Spathis? Kept, Spathis? Spathis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he wrote the original treatment. Yeah, and. uh they didn't want to take a risk, hmm. so that's why they brought Damon in because they, he doctored it a bit. Yeah, because he had to. They said like, oh, because you know he's more of an established writer because I think he wrote Lost and all that. Yeah, they all that garbage. So like that he, guy, like I mean, if you look at the way Lost starts, it starts super strong, then it kind of feels like the fan base figured him out, and then he tried to change shit, and he didn't change anything, but he wrote a bunch of weird crap in the middle, then he just went back to what he was gonna do to begin with. Yeah. Then like friggin' Wolverine versus Hulk, Ultimate Wolverine versus Hulk, same shit. Mm-hmm. Starts off wicked strong, and then like issue five, mm-hmm. which should have come out five months later, came out like four years later. Yeah, I mean huge gaps because he just like got busy, had more shit to do, and then he dragged that story on, and he fucked that up too. Yeah, like he just has super strong starts and brutal finishes. Yeah, I think um, uh, you. I know like you should learn your lessons from like you know when you make these movies like you know those are like it's not like he's like these are these are big budget movies and you see yeah. the fan reaction and yeah, they're so, pretty rough yeah be like you know what like it shouldn't be too hard to learn from your mistakes like we you know like you know and you're, when you're Ridley Scott you should be like you know what uh, this time around I, can, I like like this is my these are my expectations for Alien Covenant um, I haven't read any reviews mm-hmm. I've stayed away from them but. Uh, uh, to make a long story short, I'm keeping expectations low. Yeah. Not for what the xenomorphs are going to look like and all that stuff. I'm sure that's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. Yeah. The gore, the violence, I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. Action, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Storyline and all that stuff, I'm pretty sure it's going to be by the numbers. I would hope. Yeah. I think it's just going to be like, it's not going to be like, wow. Like when I'm watching Alien for the first time, I'm like, holy, mm-hmm. or Aliens, I'm like, holy crap, this story blew me away. I've never seen anything like this before. I think I'm going to see an Alien Covenant and be like, you know what? I've seen this before, but. Yeah. But can you still blow me away? Yeah, but can you still blow me away just visually? Yeah. And so I think that's my expectation going in. My expectations are are based on the fact that Hollywood executives and producers are people and people are dumb and mean. Yeah. And people are dumb and mean. People yep. are dumb and mean, and they interfere shit where they shouldn't interfere shit. Exactly. And then you end up with a bad product. Exactly. Yeah. Despite what your director wants to do, you always end up with a shitty product when expectations are that high. Yeah, I th- and I think the perfect example of that is when uh, when you have, if you leave the director alone. Yep. That's when you see the really good stuff. Like, yeah. look, look at the uh, um, when when Blade Runner first came out, mm-hmm. uh, people didn't know what they were watching. No, man, I, I think I watched Blade Runner like 10 times before I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. As a kid, I mean, again, like we grew up with it. So there's a lot of like growth with the movies that went by. Yeah. But like, I still remember I kept going back to it for the speech. Mm-hmm. Fucking like, I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Like, I, I remember watching that at home, like in my basement with just the TV on 
and just being glued to the TV as like a 12 year old. Yeah, like I was a, the same way. Yeah. Like when he's holding the fucking dove and mm-hmm. it's raining and like Harrison Ford's mouth is open the entire time. He's just staring at him. Yeah. And it's like this thing is, is he going to kill you before he dies? Is he going to die? Like what's going on here? I had no idea what was going on there. Yeah. And I think. Um, he kept bringing me back over and over. That's what I want from, from any movie, mm-hmm. from either Covenant or whatever. I want to, I want your movie to keep bringing me back. Yeah, and I think I think with um with Blade Runner as well, I was like, yeah, I'm, I was the same as you when I saw like the same thing when Harrison Ford was just looking at him. Yeah, and he's like, he didn't know what like, he didn't know what he was gonna do. Like, does this robot, does this android actually have humanity inside of him? Yeah, like what he like the the audience and the character are both in the same place. Yeah, and th- the whole time I was not, um, and I wanted to see if I could justify myself. Like when I was watching it, I was like, am I wrong for thinking that Roy Batty is the is the hero in this movie? Yeah, I mean, I, I still, I don't know, if, I don't know if he's the hero, but like, he's that, that, definitely not the villain. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I was yeah. like, there, I was sitting there. I'm like, he's not, he's not the like, I, I'm he's a, not a bad guy. No, yeah. And that, when I was watching that movie, and I was like, I wasn't really. I was like, I remember catching myself when I was young when watching this movie. I was like, I hope Harrison Ford doesn't kill him. Yeah. Like, can he get away? Is yeah, he like, gonna, is yeah. he gonna die? Oh, he's dead. Yeah, oh, exactly. I know. Sucks. Yeah, again, when he died, I was like, I was heartbroken. I was yeah. like, holy crap! I'm like, and, um. All he wanted was life. Yeah, that's it. He and, just wanted to be like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Let me do my job. Let me go home. Let me decide not to do this job anymore. And you can leave me alone. Yeah. And it is, he didn't like, and thing is he came from like, those are, he was from an off world colony where they were doing mining and shit. Yeah. He just wanted to like have an extended life so he could just be, and just be left alone. Yeah, man. Just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. So God I, damn. that was just, but yeah. You know, we're not going to leave alone. This show. Yeah. Well, actually, we are going to leave it alone for now. Because <laughs> we're, we're hitting time. Cool. But uh, yeah, man, that was, uh, that was a good good return. We are back to full form now. We had a lot of weird starts and stops in the beginning of the year. Yeah. I know we talked about it a couple times and we're like, yeah, we're back to normal. And then we weren't. Yeah. But now we're actually back to normal. I'm not Absolutely. leaving for a good long fucking time. Cool. Now. And then all the guys are here. You're here. We're good to go on Thursdays again. Sounds good. Yeah. And I've, uh, I have to go get my Xbox for you. And that's it. Oh yeah, we keep forgetting that shit. Yeah, I just that's my cousin's house. I haven't gone, yeah, I haven't gone to see him. I haven't gone to see him in a while. So we are gonna put an Xbox in the basement, and we are gonna finally put a bigger TV down here. We're gonna start doing some Twitch shit as well. What? Uh, so who's well. being? The, do you have a TV or? Yeah, I finally decided to like expand the basement a bit. What I you mean, it's uh, probably just another LG, like whatever. It's just something big enough to where we can have the camera up and live stream with Twitch and do all that. Kind cool. Of shit. Yeah. So we're gonna try to expand the show a little bit mm-hmm. in a little bit different way than some other guys do. Like we have some really good friends, at the Awesome Hour, and some other podcasts in town that are doing some really cool shit and um, to diversify ourselves from them we're going to try to focus a little bit more on uh, the gaming and the Twitch and the streaming and the fun stuff. Did you? What was the last time we talked? Not that they're not fun. They're they're super fucking fun. Yeah. They're they're an awesome bunch and they're awesome fun and you should be fucking listening to these guys. Yes, absolutely. The awesome hour. Yeah. And but, um, um, what was the last time you got, you got in touch with those guys? Uh, we've been chatting back and forth, just touching base. Okay. And sooner or later, hopefully, maybe then, maybe we'll put a bigger table down here and the TV and we'll all just play Xbox. Cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Backside attack. All right. Big. Always a pleasure, buddy. Well, good time having you here. Yep. Thanks, awesome. man. Uh, I probably have started the music. Uh, I might be fading out.